Kadabra, what's up? Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so what, what are you guys up to? You guys practicing tonight? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it was right on. Yeah, sounding great. great tonight. <laughs> no, see, uh, feel like it usually goes that right way right before a show too. We just sound like shit right before, and then it turns out mediocre at least. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. We're very sarcastic. Very sarcastic. <laughs> well, I'm digging the new album. I mean, I'm so stoked you guys are here because I've been listening to Ultra a lot the last week and. And it's awesome. It's it's such a good, like, different, refreshing sound to me. It's kind of psychedelic and heavy, and it's just, it's awesome. Uh, I appreciate it. In fact, I when I first heard you guys were coming out with new music, I was like, oh, Kadabra, yeah, those guys are, are always awesome. And I think Graveyard was the first song that I heard, and I'm like, oh, man, just another, like, great track from Kadabra. And then I saw that it was your debut. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if I got you confused with a different band or what, but it really exactly. doesn't sound like a debut. It sounds like it would be like a third or fourth album to me. It's like, you guys like narrowed in on this sound. <laughs> Unless you're talking about like the Italian jazz trio called Cadabra <laughs> that we just totally fucking took their name, then I don't think that you've heard anything. No, I don't know what it was, but it, it doesn't sound like a debut to me. It's got like this like kind of polished sound that you guys like, you guys figured it out on your first album. That doesn't happen very often. I feel like it doesn't sound like you guys are like searching for this sound or trying too many different things and trying to figure yourselves out. It's like you guys found it and went for it right away. First album. Yeah, sick. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's very yeah, it's awesome very nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. Right on. So where where does that come from? Did you guys have that sound in mind when you first met up, or or how did that well, happen? These two guys had it all in mind. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so the idea. Like the idea for the project is that what you more sure it's it's an idea that so I I came to Ian and this is a, an idea for a project I've had for a while because I was um, I'm just very my my roots are tied to just psychedelic you know just rock and you know like desert rock and that's that's where I thrive as far as writing and listening so I had this idea for the project I wrote a couple couple licks and I hit up Ian who living with me at the time and i was like hey let's fucking do this like do you want to work on this project that i'm writing and yes he said yes and then um i was like well i was gonna let's, i was we need a drummer um let's ask that fucking kid that drums around town uh <laughs> if he wants to play because he's the gnarliest drummer i've ever seen in my entire life oh. and so what we just wanted to hold a couple like auditions for the project and he was the first and um it was immediately just like yeah like he just started riffing hard with with us and um that was it it, it that's how it became cadabra and we just started writing riffs i don't know i would bring a riff to the table and it was just immediately what it just formed itself yeah. i don't know it's it's odd because as a as a musician i'm sure you can understand i don't i don't know um if everybody could relate with this, but if you like, you vibe hard with certain people, um, like, and you're just good at writing music with them, um, and it works every time. So that's kind of what we found that we immediately had, which was fucking crazy, like right out the gate. You know, usually you have to search for that shit. I felt like with my first practice with these guys, because these guys are in like 
they were in badass bands beforehand. So I was really intimidated at first. And then I walked in and these guys aren't assholes. They're extremely nice. And the chemistry was like right off the bat. I just felt like I was a part of the family, like already. I feel like a lot of bands or a lot of people who join a band shortly after, like, like these guys are like best friends before I had met them. So usually there's that disconnection, but there wasn't, it wasn't like that with me. It was like automatically I could read you guys musically. Uh, we vibed through the music we were writing right off the bat. And these guys became my best friends in like a matter of months. It was a uh, super. That, that was kind of going to be my question was it, it sounds like you guys have definitely been in other projects and been in other bands. So yeah. maybe that has something to do with why the project came out so polished as it did, you know, you guys have been around for a while and, and you're, you're veterans in, in music just in general. So maybe that's, that's part of that. Yeah. We've lived, we've lived half of more than half of our lives on a stage. Um, okay. So I mean, it's, it's, we know, we know how to vibe behind an instrument is, is if that answers your question as far as, yeah, you know, communicating behind the instrument with each other. Um, so yeah. that, that immediately just happened. Yeah. We had a lot of the other bands. Like what kind of other bands have you been in? Um, I, I played in a, I wrote another, I had a psych project called Blackwater Prophet. Um, that was just like a, my goal for this project was to write that, but heavier, um, which I think I accomplished. Um, but, and then I also, uh, played in a, uh, I play in a group called Indian Goat and it's, uh, we do a lot of, we did tours last year, um, mainly doing local stuff now with focus being on this project. Um, but it's like a two man, like it's really heavy two man rock and roll, like slide sludge rock. So it's like, like, I don't know, like Mississippi blues meets like sleep <laughs> meets like, uh, like the midnight ghost train uh you know some shit like sounds that sounds awesome I'm yeah to check that out <laughs> yeah, it's, cool. Indian Goat. it's a fun one man it's a fun like little two-piece project it's sick right that's awesome yeah. and and the other guys you guys been in other bands and yeah uh for a while? yeah we were garrett and i were also in like a garage rock band garrett played drums in that project and i uh play guitar and sing and we're still kind of doing stuff called bad motivator and then chase and i uh have big crushes on uh, punk music. So we're also in a couple punk bands as well. Cool. Different vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. And I love it all. And I'm, I'm the stereotypical drummer who's like in a billion projects doing everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that being said, obviously the priorities, uh, it's really nice to be in a band where, you know, you're not just the fill in or like the hired musician too, uh, which is what I've been doing uh, very lately. So it's very fun to be like, you know, like chase the drummer of, you know, not just some hired musician, uh, which I also love, but uh, it, it's a different vibe for sure, but uh, definitely love it. And to focus on one specific thing is w pretty relaxing too. So how long has Cadabra been a real thing? When, when did the project start? When did you guys form? Like a year ago. Really? I think, yeah, it was like a year ago. Um, it was like right when... It was like into COVID. It was like 20 May, it was May. May of 2020 because the pandemic hit and shit got fucked. Uh, 
and I was like, fuck, I'm going to write something like I'm gonna, we're going to let's and then uh, let's then I was like, let's play something. Yeah. So we had a lot of time. Yeah, we had a lot of time to do nothing. I mean, we were, we were just fucking basically getting drunk and eating mushrooms and writing. Music. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the other thing about the album is that every song stands out to me like there's some really great albums that like you know track six track seven track eight they all just kind of blur together and that's not to say they're not great songs but they just kind of i forget about them every song in this album stands out to me every time i hear the album i go oh yeah this one and then the next one comes on i'm like oh fuck yeah this one and i mean you could have released any one of those songs as a single they would all been been killer singles i think it's just such a strong album every single song on there that's that's really cool to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's, thank you so much. It's funny when, our, like, our first, the first thing that we called a practice, um, you know, I, we were all just, you know, we did the, you know, cell phone recording thing and outside smoking cigarettes, listening to it, and like, oh, that's that's a good part. That's a decent part. Let's cut this part. And, you know, it was just like, we all agreed, like, we're not going to write. Like, this, we have so much time. And like we have the ability to be patient with this project, we're not gonna put a shitty song on this album. And yeah. well, I think you know, Ultra is. I mean, I actually, I'm I'm very aware that Ultra is a seven song album, but um, I think we probably wrote about twenty songs. Yeah, we scrapped between, a lot, yeah. and we're like, that's fucking whack. That one's, <laughs> like that one's fucking whack, and we go back to those cell phone recordings to like listen to other riffs we had to try to brainstorm. And I listen to those songs that we called whack. I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. Like, why did we scrap that? <laughs> and totally. so I think we'll probably bring some of them back, but yeah, the goal was to yeah. just write a really strong album. Um, and that's not, that's nothing I've ever had the, like the patience or ability or the time or time to do yeah. in the past. And nothing so, felt repetitive either was that, you know, you, they're all so consistently Kadabra, but yeah. n- none of them are like alike. Every song yeah. stands out, you know, whether, whether they're good is, is one thing, but they just all, they're all different enough where you wrote different songs. It wasn't just like this formulaic thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a part goal as well. You know, um, yeah. they're all songs that we like. I mean, it was a project that we could write songs and be like, this is what we like. If some, like, it's, it's cool. If we get, you know, souped into this subgenre, and people of the genre don't enjoy it, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> because we like this fucking music that we're writing, and we wrote an album that we're proud of, and it's fucking, I feel like we're all happy about it. So I, I would be happy. It, it's it's awesome. I, I really, really love it. It's, it's a great album. I, I read that, I don't know if it was a description on one of your videos or something, but it was describing the album as, um, describing something about the current climate in the world something like that can you explain that a little bit just COVID. yeah it was more just uh yeah yeah COVID and all the um things that came along with everyone being um you know separated from each other and you know having to uh kind of change your life and adapt I guess is a good way to put it. Yeah, adapt to no music and no life, exactly. and no art. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's mainly what it was, is because we were all so busy playing music before the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and then the 
the rules were like, you can't do that anymore. Right. It's like, why? Like, this is how we make a fucking living. So, uh, we just wrote something else. I don't know. <laughs> in the time being, you know? <laughs> yeah. In, in preparation I, for this pandemic to end. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, it was weird. Uh, I mean, I'm thankful in certain ways that it kind of pushed us to do this project gave us the time to do so. Yeah. But it definitely was uh, like a weird disrupt at first in our lives. Yeah. Um, for sure. Not to talk um, about, you know, forever, but. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was thinking about songs today when I was working out, listening to music. I was thinking about songs that were written about like very specific um, experiences or very specific like moments in, in bands lives. Like, like Death on Two Legs by Queen was like a, like a, a reference to like his record label or something like that or his manager I think maybe or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, like yeah, it's a badass song. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great song. I, I mean, like Rape Me from Nirvana was like something about like how media portrayed them or something like that. Our songs on on here or or any of the songs you've written about like specific moments, it felt a little bit more like poetic than that. It felt a bit more like abstract than that. But are there songs you write that are about specific moments? Yeah, I feel like I, I lack the ability 100% to write in anything besides an analogy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, everything is about something specific, all just, okay. I think, poetic's a good word for it. Um, you know, and, I mean, every song, I, I don't know, name a song, I'll tell you what it's about. Like, tell me a song. Death is the first one that came to mind. Death. Um, yeah, the you know, uh, that's pretty, that's a pretty blunt song. <laughs> <laughs> the one you choose. <laughs> but it was, but what was it like a moment in time where you were like faced with death and you decided to write up a song about it? Or were you just sitting there contemplating and like, like just this abstract idea of death? Do you know what I mean? Like, was it this tiny little moment or was this just big idea? I should write a song about death. Well, the song's, the song's basically about just like walking. It's, it's not a, you know, it's not a, it, it's a fascination of, um, you know, just like a peaceful death and how I would want it, um, you know, just becoming lost and, um, you know, just being out somewhere around nobody, almost like, you know, a dog, you know, you, you leave everybody without warning or, or, uh, you know, saying goodbyes type of thing and just going. So that's basically what the song's about. And then the lyrics are, buried within analogy or i mean the the meaning of the song is buried within analogies um but yeah it's just it's how i would choose a peaceful death as far as mm -hmm. what it is but yeah no that's uh that's what that one's about what so. about um bean king for, i i read the description <laughs> I think it was on your video about a friend that's, that's a good question you had to ask about. yeah so bean king uh, yeah, you should. Okay, so this song <laughs> is so that riff, the main riff, um, uh, is credited credited to um, the worst friend I have, uh, <laughs> Taylor Roth. Uh, so he he wrote that riff like over a decade ago, and he's carried it like with him forever, like and just jammed it in projects, and you know it's like we grew up in a group of friends that every one of us played music like there's fucking 20 of us 30 of us and we all jam and play music and had different projects and most of the projects that all of our different friends had 
would throw that riff in there like during in like an interlude or something like that and it would just be dope it's just like this fun like like monumental riff within our friends and so I, I came to him i was like hey dude i'm writing this project do you mind if i use you know the riff you know it's just called the riff and he's like yeah and i was like cool we'll like credit you on the album he's like no he's like no just the only stipulation is you have to write it and call it bean king <laughs> i was like and he was going through like he's a he's a literal idiot um he's going through like this whole big big baked beans phase of just like posting bean memes and shit like that and um i don't even know what that means (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, but no he was just like i was like cool yeah fucking whatever dude that's a sick riff and so it was just the core the main riff the was the riff and then we obviously constructed the song around the band and it band and it that's the only riff that he had um, gifted me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he's like, call it Bean King. And so I just wrote a song. Um, I took it literal. And I didn't realize that Bean King was like a renaissance like gathering where you eat a piece of cake and there's a bean in a piece of cake and it's an annual festival. And if you have a bean in your piece of cake, you become the Bean King and you're like on a throne annually. What? That exists? That exists. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like the Renaissance actual like fucking crazy thing. <laughs> That's wow. so insane. So I wrote it about like a, a king who's a bean who actually just overthrows the whole entire fucking world. Um, and I showed it to him. He's like, that's not what I meant, but good job. It's a really good song. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, right on. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I guess. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's honestly the only song on the album that's uh, not really about shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a little it's a little goofy, just yeah. with the with the story and just being called the Bean King and stuff. Whereas the the rest of the album is I don't know I would I would call it serious I guess. How did you feel about putting a song in there called Bean King? It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, like it, we, we didn't we wrote an album that we just wanted to write and we yeah. had no expectations for it. Like, like one day before heavy sight got back to us about it, we're like, fuck it. Let's just release it like on YouTube. And then they got a hold of us. And we're like, well, thank God. We didn't <laughs> yeah. Literally the day before <laughs> we were like, let's just put it out. And then we got an email and we were like, Oh shit. The thing that happened. Yeah. I mean like, dude, we just play music to play music and you know, it's our passion and what we want to do for a career and we work our fucking asses off on it. But yeah, I've literally, I've never expected anything from music and you know, if you expect anything from music, you expect too much. Um, you know, but I always work hard at it and to throw a goofy song on an album that I'm proud of in a whole, I'm going to fucking do it. Like, yeah, I'm still proud of it. you know, yeah, we're still <laughs> fun. It's a yeah. fucking good song. Yeah. It is a good song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to play. Yeah. That's for sure. yeah. So how did it, how did it come about, uh, getting signed to heavy psych? You can tell. Uh, yeah. So like Garrett said, uh, we were just like hanging out in our kitchen one night and we're like, oh yeah, let's just throw this album out. And when we can play shows, we'll go and push it, yada, yada. And so I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I guess it wouldn't hurt to just like you know, email it to a couple labels that we love and respect, you know, the worst that's going to happen is they don't get back to us and we still put it out. And so I emailed Heavy Psych because 
you know, they're a great label and they have a lot of amazing acts on their and we follow know, roster, an insane amount of bands on the label. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, the next day I was at work and I got an email back from Gabe and he, you know, summer, summary, he was basically like, I want to put out your album. I love it. Like, let's talk on the phone tomorrow. And it was that simple. And so then we did like a little talk, talking back and forth for a while. And then we agreed to release it on heavy psych and it's been amazing yeah. cool yeah he was, he was pretty trusting he yeah. was like he's like okay look we've like not we don't, we've never like signed a fucking band that's never played a show so like yeah like don't basically i hope you're actually good you know <laughs> <laughs> like, you know hopefully you're not like a studio out like, yeah band you know, and so like, everything's yeah. like had us shit. like send yeah. them videos of us like on the like, like had our girl like, our girlfriend like took a video of us on the phone so he could like see us actually playing and we sent it to him. Like, <laughs> okay. You guys can fucking play. That's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, I don't know. I've never seen signed a band that doesn't have a show under their belt, you know, but yeah, we, we sent him our past resumes as well. And he checked all that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it was pretty funny, yeah. um, but they definitely took a chance on us, man. It was very kind of them. And um, it's going to be a fun journey. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. They have so many, so many good bands on heavy site. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. Of, of videos of you guys playing live, I saw a video, a video of you, Chase, playing a drum solo, chugging a beer on Instagram. <laughs> that 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 was me, yes. <laughs> is that is that is that something you have to, to practice or or just a, a natural swagger that you have <laughs> drumming? <laughs> oh yes, practice. Anytime anyone like comes up to me yeah not (laughs) the drinking beer part came later i i've been playing since i was nine years old um and drinking drinking since since (laughs) i just i just been playing drums for a year i've been drinking my whole life Uh, (laughs) yeah uh as far as that goes i i guess like i started playing like really fast like punk stuff and uh so that like you know made it easy eventually to do that and i'm a huge john bonham fan as well and yeah. so, you know, he kind of has like those like similar like one hand type fill stuff. So I'm just ripping off that poor guy, rest in peace. Uh, and yeah, and then the beer drinking came out later. Oh, yeah, this guy. Oh, wait, no, that's Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's that guy. Uh, I'm all looking at this. Uh, right. Yeah. I do, the, I do the same thing over here behind me sometimes. Yeah, see, you, you, you get it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess when these guys were like, "Yeah, you got to do a drum solo," like inside of me, I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, it was like uh, it was like twelve hours before the show. I was like, "Hey, I really, I really want you to do like yeah. a five minute drum solo." Yeah, and so <laughs> I ran out of ideas, you have to and just so happened at our at our CD release show, I had a couple CD. buddies of mine who were like throwing beer cans at me. So I thought it'd be a really neat idea to chug a beer and throw it right back at them. Um, so I guess that's not like a power move. It was more of a like, fuck you, you know, kind of get back at him for that. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, I guess I got caught on camera. So, uh, you got me. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a legend already. People love that video. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It reminded me a little bit of, uh, what's his name from Bongzilla? Mule Boy sticks the joint in his nose and smokes oh, it while he plays guitar. I should- 
I should do that next, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't you, steal, you can't steal. You're right. Yeah, I don't want to steal that. No, no, no. But I do smoke the most weed in the band. I'll take that one for sure. <laughs> Two joints out of both nostrils. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one in the mouth. And one, yeah, ears. yeah, exactly. Put some in my ears. Yeah. I'm coming after you. <laughs> don't tell them that. I'm sorry. I actually, I used to, back in high school, I used to actually smoke copious amounts of weed with my dude and listen to Bongzilla. And so when heavy psych sounds hit us up, I looked at the roster and I saw Bongzilla. I'm like, no fucking way. Like I yeah. literally used to skip class, get high and listen to those guys. It was so sick. <laughs> so I guess that's, a good feeling of making it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a good feeling. I mean, being on a on a on a label that has been around since bands that you listen to or are still on there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that reality really hit hard. Yeah, it that's was. Cool. It's, I'm nothing but we're nothing but thankful. Yeah, Brent brought. brought can never say. <laughs> Brent, 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 Brent brought. Yeah, it. Caius. Yeah, the Caius yeah, guy. Caius guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a cool one. Yeah. Ramp York. That's a pretty cool one. But yeah, sure. yeah. There's some there's some really cool cool names on the label. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. you feel really grateful to even be included in that. Yeah, and a lot of new bands we've listened to too, like recently, they all just every band's a banger. It's so sick. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I promise I'm not just trying to kiss asses because they've been extremely nice to us, but no, like legitimately, like we mean that. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I follow along with with them on Instagram and, and other things, and they're always posting new bands and, and old bands and reissues and yeah, reissues. You know, yeah, it's awesome. All yeah, sorts there's of like stuff. Solaris or Slo Solaris, um, however you pronounce it. I just listened to that. It came out yesterday. That was so good. Yeah. It was like uh, one of the ex or graveyard member reissues of this first band or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that one was good. What about the album art? Where did that come from? Uh, that was a photo I took of a friend getting married like a decade ago in this church that we were in. Really? Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, I was just kind of looking through some old photos and I was like, wow, that actually would look pretty cool, uh, for Albemar. And I showed Garrett and he was like, absolutely. Uh, let's do it. And, and we tweaked a little bit. You know? Yeah. And then we just expanded on it from there. I, uh, just hand wrote the logo and. Um, yeah, first album art I've ever made, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. I, I love asking people where their album art comes from because it's always a different story. They're, you know, whether it draws from inspiration or a song title or whatever, or people made it themselves, or it comes from, you know, a picture they took or it, it, all sorts of different places. So that's awesome. You made it yourself and it came from something you took, not even intended for this. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, very like, cool. No, it's, it's a very simple concept for sure. Yeah. Where, where did, what, what was the word ultra come from? Uh, so we can. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. Say yeah. We couldn't think of a name. So we were all just getting really drunk. And we're like, the next thing that we just think of, we're fucking doing it. And then I get handed a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> this is a true story. <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> we laughed 
so hard about that too. Yeah. <laughs> like crying, like, laughing. Fuck it, dude. Like, no, it doesn't matter. It's a sick fucking word. <laughs> Nobody will ever know it's about Michelob Ultra. Like, and now we're just always just selling it. Most yeah. fucking like, it's, it's, it's just like it's it's beauty and like and like hidden innuendos. Almost as far as like, uh, yeah, what you could call Cadabra. You yeah. know, it's yeah, we have. Fun, we fucking Hopefully play no music. Thanks for and... serious people. Because I love that though. I love that though. If if I was like ever famous enough to for some reason be interviewed, as long as I say something that makes me laugh and maybe like one friend, that's good. That's good enough for me. Even if no one else got it. Even if no one in the world got the joke, but me and my friend, that's <laughs> exactly. good enough. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's literally what the album is after, and it's it's. Dumber than shit. <laughs> like, dude, it's so silly that people are fucking buying it. And it yeah. says Ultra, and the album is named after Mick Rowe and Ultra. Like, Gabe's gonna, I don't know. Gabe's going to watch this interview and be like, what the fuck? No, it's, it's great, dude. I mean, I don't know. I think it's fantastic. I think that's awesome. Behind the cover, that is fucking good. You can, you can put... you can. You can put a fucking asshole on the cover and sell it. You know? so <laughs> well, here's here's the thing: you could have made up some like hoity-toity artistic answer and been like, "Well, ultra means this thing to me and the universe and blah blah blah," and people would have just rolled their eyes at you. But the fact that you have like a real answer to it, love it. Oh no, we're all just we're all just we're we're just drunks. We're yeah, <laughs> we're rip-off drunks. Yeah. Well, we're honest. We're honest. We're honest rip-off drunks. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of dumb things, yes, perfect. Nice. I I typically I, I typically typically pay, play a game at the end. One is called Real or Fuzz, where I make an album cover. Some of them are just real album covers that are just completely absurd, and some I Photoshop, and you have to guess if they're real or fuzzed. Cool. And then I also play another game where I just show you a picture, and you have to make the absurd album title. But I came up with I came up with a new segment just for this podcast, and it's called Dumb Questions. Nice. So let me put up my my screen here. A brand new segment just for you. It's called Dumb Questions. Perfect. Nice. So the first question. You have a song called The Bean King. Yeah. If you had to pick a true Bean King. Would it be Mr. Bean or this guy from the Bushes Baked Beans? You can pick that one, Garrett. Should I? Yeah. I would say Bushes Baked Beans. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, what's his dog's name again? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, Bushes Baked Beans. I mean, it's not, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's about real beans, not a real beans. Mr. Beans. <laughs> He's legendary. Bush with baked beans. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Bush you is baked point. beans. You got to know Bush is baked beans. Ryan, that's a pretty That was toxic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More well, my follow-up question was going to be legit. It was going to be asking you about the song, but we already talked about it, so we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll move on. It's not, it's a great so question number two. Would you ever consider doing a cover of Dancing Queen? And if you did, would you call it Abba Cadabra? <laughs> that was sick. Hell yeah. I say fuck yeah. Oh you already created the album cover oh for us, God. dude. Sick. 
first, will you send us that? <laughs> Please do. We'll put it on so you can answer these questions with a dumb answer because they're dumb questions, or you can give a legit answer if you feel that is uh, warranted. I think we could do a sitcom of Dancing Queen. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'd be better than yeah. Dancing Queen. Don't say Don't that. Say I know. <laughs> you said dumb answers. Oh, you're right. I'm yeah. allowed. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Yeah, fuck yeah. I, I don't know. I hate I fucking hate covers. I don't do covers. Um, but if I were to do one, it would honestly no, I would not do that. <laughs> it was, uh, okay. it would, Fair enough. It'd be something by Patsy Klein, honestly. Oh, if I were yeah. to do a cover, I would make that could be cool. song super heavy. That's the type of cover I would want to do. That could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three is you're a three piece band. You're also from Washington State. Why don't you sound more like Nirvana? <laughs> <laughs> we also want that photo, please. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, um, I mean, we've definitely jammed it at rehearsal before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's we, I like to yeah. like just co- constantly play "Smells Like Teen Spirit" and after every single song ends, <laughs> which is hilarious and annoying. And yeah. that like hilariously like stereotypical Dave Grohl fill, which is like one of my all time favorites. Like bladu de bladu de bladu de bladu. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that so much. Yeah, um, people love Dave Grohl. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I I can't tell you why we don't sound like Nirvana. I'm heavily influenced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. All right, question <laughs> number four. Between the three of you, how many brimmed hats do you own? Oh, how many what? Brimmed hats. Um, um, brimmed hats. Brimmed hats. Like hats. Like, like a hat. Oh, obviously none because I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> no, we own a few. Obviously. Oh yeah, so the one yeah I stole I all the hats you see me in that's, the photos yeah. I've stolen from. That's Ian. my hat on Chase. Yeah, yeah. So I steal. We, that's my, my girlfriend's hat on Garrett. Yeah, I'm wearing. <laughs> uh, I've never been a hat guy, and likewise. Yeah, I usually so. You, I, I don't know. I, I I was just like fuck it. I'm gonna start wearing hats, and Ian always wears hats because he's bald. Yeah, I always wear a hat unless I'm going to like a wedding. I have a hat on, so I, there's no judgment on my side. I always wear a hat as well, but I usually wear like a beanie. Uh-huh. But I never, I've always been intimidated by these hats. Yeah. Um, so I just started wearing a shitload of them. You, you pull it off very well. Thank you. Thank you. That's kind <laughs> of you. Um, Confidence boosted. But yeah, I don't know. I wear a lot of braids, I wear a lot of pigtails. Um, and so I, you didn't ask about that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Just talking about hats. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask about my hair. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. The video for Settle Me is mostly you three standing there and smoking cigarettes. What kind of acting classes did you need to take beforehand? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, none. Um, <laughs> Next question. No, <laughs> we, we yeah, were actually uh, there we, for a photo shoot. So, yeah, yeah, it actually, was really <laughs> hilarious. We were, so we were there for a photo shoot. We got way drunker than anticipated. <laughs> I was like smoking blunts with the guy who did the video, and Garrett out of fucking nowhere at night was like, Let's make a music video. Yeah, it'd be easy. 
Yeah, let's fucking do it right now. Was that my idea? And like, yeah, it was. It was one hundred percent your idea. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, we'll just stand there in front of a green screen and just like sing a song. He like had this idea like that. It was just I don't know why or how you did it, but it's yeah. <laughs> it's simple and effective. So there we are, uh feeling yeah. toasty yeah. and uh in, in- in all honesty, I, I love the videos. I think they, they fit the vibe of the music, and I think they're they're great. So, again, yeah. no hate there. Just uh, it was a fun, it was a fun video to shoot because it was it was very like spontaneous and yeah, I was like, let's just shoot a video in front of a green screen and we'll put a bunch of cool psychedelic stuff behind it and like yeah, Clint Eastwood films and like gunfights and like it's kind of got this like nonchalant like I don't give a shit kind of attitude to it, and I thought it fit the song. Too, and the song has kind of got the swagger to it. So it's it's great that you say that because that's like no, like jokes aside, that's what we're trying to capture as far as just like being so simplistic. Yeah, and some people put like too much work in music videos. Yeah, it's just such a simplistic idea for a video, and I, it's, I I probably should have made the video in every fucking project I've ever been in because it's such a simple idea. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but no, it was fun. We actually. We recorded it in double speed, and then so I sang the song twice as fast. And then obviously, when you render it back, you can. That's why we're all in slow motion and shit. But the vocals are still on point. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So you know, when we recorded it, it was coming through the monitors double speed. That was right. kind of sick. That, that was yeah. That was a great idea. <laughs> that was that was your idea, yeah, actually. Really yeah. Magic movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we probably That's smoked awesome. a pack of cigarettes trying to yeah, get it down. Smoke so oh, it was not good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny because uh, I feel like smoking an image. Uh, yeah, an image <laughs> now of is all of us smoking. But the funny thing is, like, uh, we're all trying. We to quit. all quit. Yeah, we're all fucking. We're like we're vaping all, now. Everyone, yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, you guys so, smoke. You're so cool." Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. We don't want to quit. smoke. Yeah, trying to quit. We've been we doing it for decades. Yeah. Fucking fail. It fails every time. Yeah. But we're not smoking a pack a day, that's for sure. We're let's well, go. <laughs> you never see smoking in, in videos and movies and stuff anymore. So Everybody's you know best of luck to you guys quitting, <laughs> but I thought it was uh thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, we're bringing it back, you know. Do a bunch of psychedelics and smoke cigarettes, yeah. kids. It's good for the soul. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like your mom did it. All right, next next question is Michael Winslow, the sound effects guy from Police Academy, is also from Spokane, Washington. Why are there no songs with him or about him, and when can we expect one? Ooh, we need a... Tomorrow. No. (laughs) He was also in Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know know he lived here. That's awesome. What was the question? He's in a song. Why is he not? Why in a are song? there no songs with him or about him? And when can we expect one? Dude, I seriously had no idea he was still alive. <laughs> I, well, let's find him on Instagram and DM him right now. Hey, dude, does he live in Spokane though? That's what right? I don't. I don't know if he still lives here. I, he's yeah, from yeah. Spokane. I know that he's That's from. Awesome. from. Yeah. Um, no, it was between it was between him and John Stockton. I, I just thought that maybe he would be funnier. John Stockton. Yeah, he lives in. Uh, yeah, and he lives uh, in the Lake. Dude, Craig T. Nelson lives here too. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I actually golfed. Uh, played a golf tournament with John Stockton a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> just yeah. throwing that brag. 
Yeah, well, we'll have him do the organ effects in a song on the next album. Yeah. yeah, nice. He's actually your player. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Play. All right. Last question is: If you had to fire one member, who would it be, and why? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'd fire myself too, honestly. <laughs> no, honestly, probably Ian. Yeah, probably me. <laughs> How did that switch? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I think I'm probably the weakest link in the <laughs> We go down as a ship, brother. I mean, we all yeah. do. It, the nice thing yeah, is we all ship. do our parts. We pull our weight. Like, Garrett runs the Instagram. I do the managing. Chase just beats the, the shit drums. out of the drums. Yeah. Literally, I feel like these guys do like all the social media work. They like I'm such an awkward human, hence smoking copious amounts of weed. Uh, so I, you tell me, I, I know you live in Washington, so there's a lot of weed. Yeah, exactly. It's legal. I can just go down the street. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I literally just play drums. So like, put you guys on blast. These guys put so much hard work in. I just show up and play. And I feel like if I had an opportunity to speak for the band, it'd be a big fucking train wreck. And I would say the awkwardest things like, oh, I hope you're all having a cherry on top of your day. We're doing great here and we got a show coming soon if you, you want to come. Right you're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I just wanted people to see what would happen if I were to speak. So, so we, we um, would fire Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, drummers are easy. To yeah, drummers are easy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't even answer that question. That's, that's the dumbest question. Yeah, yeah. It it's, dumb. it's actually a really good question. Uh, it's like a. I'm surprised we didn't play like "fuck Mary Kill." You know. Yeah, that's what you should, that's what you should play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a fun one. Well, those, those were my dumb questions. Um, <laughs> can we ask you a question? Yeah. Sure. All right. Fuck Mary Kill. You gotta fuck one of us. You gotta marry one of us. And you gotta kill one of us. Cadabra. <laughs> we won't be offended, whatever your answer is. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. I'm going to marry Chase because he seems sweet. That's true. He is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill Ian. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yes. My time has to come. <laughs> oh, God. And, oh, and I'm going to fuck you because you have shorter hair. And you're gonna, <laughs> you're fuck me. That's great. That's great. Uh, right on. Wait, you're gonna you're gonna kill me. Kill you. Fuck you. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry. Fuck you because you have the long hair. Long hair. Yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. Mary Chase. Yeah. Oh God. That's that's great. a good answer. That's a great answer. <laughs> I feel proud of you. That's so proud. Yeah. Cool. Right on. <laughs> so what what's next for you guys? Um, I know touring's tough right now with everything going on. What's the plan? We're doing small, we're doing yeah, small we things. Small so little, you know, little. yeah, touring is hard. Um, uh, you know, the Pacific Northwest here in the in I don't know in the U.S. is very um, very progressive about um, COVID. So um, it's opening back up in certain cities, um, but not not as many as, you know, touring bands, uh, would like, you know, and, you know, we want to respect everybody's safety and, um, you know, views on it and opinions. So, um, we're kind of staying 
close to home in cities that are um, open until, sure. you know, everything's back rolling. And so we're just doing some weekend dates here and there until um, it's easy and without yeah. conflict to be out there. So, but we're continually writing, um, you know, I think, um, I think we're just going to continue writing and playing shows where we can and when, when we can. And just, that's it, you know, just keep doing our yeah. fucking thing. So, yeah. When things do open up, you ever plan on coming to Illinois? Oh yeah. We want to go everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going <laughs> to everywhere. We're going to, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to go all over. So that's the plan. We, we want to go as far as we can and as long as we can fucking take it, you know, we've all yeah. been in long tours. So in other projects and we know, we know what it's like. And so I think we're all pretty excited to bring Cadabra to that. Um, yeah, yeah. Because this is probably the funnest project that we've written and it would be great to have it on the road, take it as far as we can. So. You just released your first album. What's the timeline for the next album? Do you have one? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we're writing. I mean, we probably, you know, we're, we got, we probably have six albums worth of fucking riffs written down. You know? like it's, <laughs> yeah. But as far as constructing them, you know, it just depends on, that's the thing is like, we're in no hurry. Um, I think we just pride ourselves on not releasing a song that we don't like. And that's the main goal. So however long it takes to make that happen. Cause yeah. we had all the time in the world with the first album and we made it happen in like six months. So you know, if that process, if this process is as smooth as the first process, you know, fuck, we can have, it'd be nice to have an album by next year. Um, yeah. You know, summer, fall next year, but yeah. I don't know. Just don't, uh, we're not pushing out albums. That's not, that's not the band that we want to be. We don't want to have an album. We don't want to have fucking discography full of bullshit music. Um, quantity, not quality, or qu quality, yeah. not quantity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either one of those, yeah, whichever one makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a good what answer. What are some bands that you want to do shows with? Like what that are in the same kind of like realm of your sound? What What are some bands that either you're into or should do shows with or would like to do shows? With? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say all them witches for sure. Okay, all okay. them witches for sure. It's a good band. Uh, I'm I'm the biggest like Jason Simon fan of Dead Meadow. Um, okay. Dead Meadow. I've I've shared a stage with him before in a past project. I would just like to have this project on stage with Dead Meadow as well. That'd be killer. So cool. Jeez. If we could go back in time, it'd be pretty sick to play with Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Obviously, uh, only for the fact that I would like to ask John Bonham why he do. So, uh, yeah, I guess stereotypically I choose the most notable band. <laughs> I love Zeppelin. Zeppelin's a show. Thank you. Yes. It's a good band. Yeah. Everybody's good. Yeah. That's, that's not true. That's true. No, somebody literally told me they fucking hate Everyone Led Zeppelin. Everyone should like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, uh, fuck. Oh, Fuzz. Uh, you ever listen to Fuzz? Oh, like, yeah. Like uh, Ty Siegel? Fuzz? Yeah. Yeah. Fuzz. Yeah. Fuzz is a great band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot I would play with. Yeah. yeah I mean, absolutely. Shit. Um, yeah. You put us on the spot there, bud. We're yeah, all going shit. As, fuck. 
if there's <laughs> shit. you know like heavy temple i'm a huge fan oh, of heavy yeah. temple um those those cats rip hard yeah. good band um uh i mean bands on the label that are there's a lot of bands on the label that are close to home too that'd be cool to i'm sure yeah. yeah oh absolutely so, but black rainbows yeah Sick. black rainbows would be cool Oh, I love black rainbows. Yeah, they're, they make a good pair. You guys make a good pair with uh, black rainbows. Yeah, they're no, they're nowhere close to us. They're in Rome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're in. <laughs> yeah, that's Gabe's band, actually. Speaking yeah. of quantity over debatable quality, Ty Siegel puts out an album every like six months. It's funny because when he said that, I was literally thinking, like Ty Siegel, he pumps yeah. that shit out. He, that, dude, that dude releases so much fucking music, but he's good. Yeah, but respect like, respect to him that he just yeah. can. He puts out a lot of good music too. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. it's not all shit. It's you know, he's good at what he does, but absolutely pumps it out. Yeah, he's not like the fucking Beatles, you know. <laughs> uh yeah, that's yeah. Dude. There's some great Beatles albums and there's some bad ones. I'd rather get stabbed in my leg than have to listen to like the whole Beatles fucking discography. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Beatles up until when they stopped doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate the Beatles so much. Yeah, I know. Like, hence, we're like sober. And oh, that's just so funny. I <laughs> did not know that. <laughs> I hate the Beatles so fucking much. I'm going to quote you on that. I I'd rather get stabbed in the leg than listen to the whole discography. <laughs> Dude, there's. There's like a handful of songs I can stand. If you're trying to end this podcast, you can. I'll, I'll go for like an hour. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is good podcasting right here. When people start talking shit about the Beatles, it's always good. Dude, they're, like, they're incredible musicians. I'm saying like they're awesome, but they're they oh, fucking Brian. stink. Um, <laughs> like they're great musicians. Like I'm not trying to shit on the Beatles for being bad musicians. I'm shitting on the Beatles because they're the fucking Beatles. And they put out an insane amount of music that was trash. Well, they and, were, yeah, they were like a phenomenon. Like people like based their culture around that shit. That was like, dude, it was, it was like wild. It was like an occult. It was, it yeah, was, it's it weird. was, it was nuts. I don't know. I, dude, I just, I'm not even. Gonna... I think timing had to do a lot to do with it though, because so, like they, they came out as yeah. a pop, a pop band first, and they were like a boy band, pop band thing. And then when they started getting into like psychedelics, they turned into like a rock band that. Everyone knows and loves now. Music. Yeah, it was yeah, great yeah. music. Yeah, like Helter Skelter was fucking gnarly. That's like, a good song. It's on rips. If if I swear to God, if you had a fucking gun up to my head and you said name four other songs by the Beatles, <laughs> you could do it. I wouldn't be able to. I do want it. to hold you. Do that. Classic hits. Classic hits. Yeah. Yellow Submarine. Good one. I fucking hate that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of bad Beatles songs, uh, oh, no. the Walrus song. I am, I am the Walrus. I am the Walrus. I got two more till I'm dead. Yeah, you can do this. Um, Let it be. There you go. Oh, and then there's that one that everyone loves. Is it Strawberry oh, Fields? Don't give them hints. Strawberry Fields forever. <laughs> Is it called Strawberry Fields Forever? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I guess I was wrong. I would live. <laughs> but then I would take the gun and fucking kill myself because I, I, I know that many people. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, what's your favorite Beatles song? Yeah, your turn. I I don't mind I don't mind the later stuff. The dr the druggy stuff is good. Yeah, I agree. You know? 
No, I like come that. come together. You know, revolution. It's beautiful that's revolution. Good. That's oh yeah yeah. The guitar rips on that song. Dude, they're awesome yeah. musicians. I think you're getting me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I just couldn't get behind the thing, and not because I'm a hipster and I don't like when the Beatles. Obviously, I wasn't alive when the Beatles were big. So like every fucking Ashley and like Blake in my school was wearing like red topic. And and I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like this band is so old and shitty. Why the fuck are you wearing that shirt? Aside from Yellow Submarine though, the song that makes me want to blow my brains out is the Christmas one. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Oh yeah. That song is awful. I cannot. Damn it, dude. That's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the night. They have that birthday song, too. That, too. That, too. Yeah. That one? Thankfully, I don't know that one. It's like they threw, like, a bunch of fucking garbage in a hat, and they're like, what should we write a song about? Like, I don't know. This one says submarines. (laughs) (laughs) And then they fucking write about it, and they're just like, there's a C cold and a D cold. And they fucking do it. Yeah. And they put piano on it, and they have well, they have a fucking tambourine and a snare drum, and they put some fucking flute, and that's it. Dude. I never heard you shit on the Beatles so hard before. I'll do it all fucking. I know you will. It's so good. I'm literally sweating. Oh shit! We can end. This. It is hot down here. I'm okay with sweating and laughing. We can do this all night. Yeah. I'm Anyways, we're Cadabra. <laughs> we're Cadabra. Oh. It's, it's good to uh, be on your show, man. Thank you yeah, for having us. Yeah. I, I appreciate you guys being on and, and moving your schedules all around for me. Uh, I appreciate it. And of course. Yeah, yeah. Not a I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the album, and I, I can't wait yes. to, to see what you guys do next. And I hope you guys come to Illinois, and I can come see you. And, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, yeah be we'll, you know, we'll be there. We'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah, was... whenever that day gets booked, we'll hit you up and make sure we hang out. That'd be awesome. Right on. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Take okay. care. Bye. Later.